Hello, hello. Here we are at episode four of the Mutation Station, where we embrace the marvels of genetic mutations. Just a reminder that I am Mish, kind of like I am Groot, and I am a mutant. In this episode, we're going to be looking into chimerism, which is a fascinating biological phenomenon in which an organism is composed of cells derived from two or more distinct genetic origins. The term chimera, sometimes chimera, originates from Greek mythology, referring to a mythical creature that was a combination of different animals, and we'll certainly be delving into the myths and cultural beliefs of chimerism. It's such a fascinating concept, and I was really keen on doing this episode. There have been some notable cases of chimerism in individuals, which subsequently made them famous. And one well-known example is Lydia Fairchild, an American woman who gained attention in the early 2000s. Lydia underwent DNA testing to establish paternity in a custody dispute, but the results suggested that she was not the biological mother of her children. The authorities suspected her of fraud until further investigation revealed that Lydia was a chimera. It was determined that the DNA in her reproductive organs differed from the DNA in all the other tissues of her body, leading to the discrepancy in the test results. Gosh, this is sounding like a true crime podcast because in a twist of fate, Subsequent to her case, two of Lydia's half-sisters, Angie and Lizzie, also discovered that they were chimeras, and the siblings were initially suspected of fraud again when DNA testing showed that they were not the biological mothers of their children. Further analysis revealed that they carried two sets of DNA exactly the same as Lydia, one in their reproductive organs and another in the rest of their bodies. And this unusual occurrence in multiple family members is really, really rare with chimerism. Another notable case involves Karen Keegan, who underwent a kidney transplant in 1998. During the pre-transplant testing, it was discovered that Keegan's children were not biologically related to her. Again, this led to further investigation, and it was determined that Keegan had a condition known as microchimerism, where she carried a small number of cells from her unborn twin brother, who died in the womb, and she absorbed him. This case shed light on the concept of chimerism and its potential impact on genetic testings because her children had her brother's DNA. So fascinating. So in the context of biology, chimerism is complex and technical. It can occur when an embryo absorbs or incorporates cells from a sibling embryo during early development, hence absorbing the twin. But it's not the only way chimerism can arise. There are different mechanisms that can lead to chimerism and absorption of a twin is just one of them. In the case of fraternal twins, chimerism can occur if the embryos are in close proximity during early stages of development and some cells from one embryo are engulfed or incorporated by the other. This can result in an individual with cells derived from both embryos leading to chimerism. But you can actually have both babies. So you have twins, you have two babies, and one of those babies has DNA from both of them while the other just has their own DNA, which just blows my mind. Um, It can also arise from other processes. For example, chimerism can occur naturally when the egg or sperm that form the embryo contains cells with different genetic makeups, resulting in a single embryo with a mix of genetic material. And I will say this, my science teacher in year nine, Mr. Verstegen, he'd be so proud of me doing this because my bestie and I wrote a story for an assignment about an egg and a sperm, and she was the egg and I was the sperm. We wrote them as separate stories, 
Then, as the egg and sperm came together and combined, we then combined the story and wrote the second half as one. It was a bit erotic in parts, but he read it out loud to the class in the most monotone voice. And he was like, oh, oh, here comes the sperm. He's penetrating me and I welcome him. <laughs> anyway, I've gone right off track here, but we received four marks for that story. Hey, Marika. So back onto it. Organ or tissue transplantation can potentially lead to chimerism as well by being induced artificially where cells from a donor are introduced into the recipient's body. When a person receives an organ or tissue from a donor, the transplanted cells carry the donor's genetic material. If the transplanted cells integrate and coexist with the recipient's own cells, it can result in chimerism. Ah, so fascinating. It's worth noting that chimerism is relatively rare and not all cases are related to the absorption of the twin. The exact cause of chimerism can vary depending on the individual and the specific circumstances involved. It can also manifest in different ways, ranging from subtle molecular variations, which you'll only find out through particular genetic testings uh, via the blood. And this is totally different to ancestry DNA testing. That will not tell you whether you're a chimera or, or not. Um, but you also can have more visible physical characteristics. For instance, in humans, chimerism may present as patches of different colored skin or distinct blood types within the same individual. It can also occur in animals. I don't know if you've seen that famous picture of a cat where one half is completely black and it has a blue eye, and then the other half is completely like tortoise shell with a brown eye. It's like this distinct um, line down the middle. People with full heterochromia may also be chimeras. Uh, though most have their mutation through genetic mosaicism, which refers to the presence of two or more genetically distinct cell populations within an individual's body. It can arise due to mutations occurring during early embryonic development, resulting in the different genetic makeup uh, culminating in different parts of the body. So not like, um, well, I suppose like the reproductive system or your actual eyes. Um, so it can, it can lead to heterochromia where you actually just, just the eyes have the different genetic makeup. Um, so could I be a chimera? Possibly. Twins run in my family. I have full heterochromia and a rare mutated brain tumour, but I would require complex genetic testing to find that out. What do you think? Should I do it? Now, I only know of one famous person who is a confirmed chimera, and that is Taylor Mill. Taylor is an American singer and model, and she has a condition called chimeric twinning, which results in distinct regions of her body having different pigmentation. She's absolutely stunning. One side of her body has fair skin and auburn hair, while the other side has darker skin and darker hair. And she has this really amazing distinct line right down her middle, dividing the different sides. She's really embraced her uniqueness and used her platform to raise awareness about chimerism and its impact on individuals. Now, I'm just going to dive into the myth and legend surrounding chimerism as it's really rare in humans. So the creative world tend to focus on the mythology of the chimera in animals, but it symbolizes uh, human traits. In Greek mythology, the chimera is a famous creature described as a fire-breeding hybrid creature with the body and head of a lion, a goat's head protruding from its back, and a serpent's tail. And it's often associated with the hero Bellerophon, who managed to defeat the chimera with the help of the famous winged horse Pegasus. The chimera has since become a symbol representing a fusion of difference and serves as a metaphorical representation of the blending or coexistence of disparate entities into a single entity. In ancient Egyptian mythology, several deities with composite or hybrid forms exist. For instance, the god Anubis is often depicted with the head of a jackal and the body of a human, 
representing the blending of human and animal characteristics. Hindu mythology includes various deities and creatures with chimeric characteristics. One example is the deity Narasimha, who is depicted as half-man, half-lion figure. Narasimha represents the incarnation of the god Vishnu, displaying a fusion of human and animal attributes. The symbolic meanings of chimerism in cultural myths can vary depending on the specific context. But here are some examples, some symbolic interpretations. It can, it can um, symbolise unity and wholeness. It's the idea of unity. It represents the harmonious coexistence of disparate parts, emphasising the interconnectedness of different aspects of life. Uh, transformation and adaptation. Chimeric beings often represent transformation or the ability to change form. They embody the idea of adaptability and the ability to navigate different realms or states of being. Spiritual or divine connection. In some beliefs, chimeric creatures are associated with the divine or supernatural realms, symbolizing the transcendent or otherworldly aspects of existence. Hybridity and diversity. Chimerism can also symbolize a diversity and the acceptance of different forms or identities. It represents the recognition and celebration of the richness and variety present in the world. And then finally, balance and integration. Chimerism can symbolize the reconciliation or integration of opposing forces or qualities. It, rep it represents the concept of finding equilibrium between different aspects of all polarities, such as human and animal, light and dark, or masculine and femi feminine, and most famously, evil twin, good twin. So while chimerism is a fascinating biological phenomenon, there aren't many movies that specifically focus on or feature chimerism as a central theme in humans. Um, there are a couple of examples, but they're more to do with genetic engineering that create uh, chimera rather than the natural state. And one series is Orphan Black, and it's, it's a science fiction thriller series revolving around the story of Sarah Manning, who discovers she's a clone through genetic um, engineering. And then there's a movie called Splice, and it's a film that, again, involves genetic experimentation and the creation of a hybrid creature named Dren. Um, he's a combination of animal and human, but again, that's kind of genetic um, manipulation. But in the literary world, we have the metaphorical chimera in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, a novella written by Robert Louis Stevenson. And while it's not explicitly about chimerism, the story does explore themes of duality and the divided nature of human beings, example, good side, evil side, and the idea of a dual existence due to multiple facets within an individual. Uh, then there's a, a novel called Chimera, and that explores the world of genetic engineering, which results in a creation of hybrid human-animal creatures. And then there's the Chimera sequence, um, where it's a thriller and the protagonist discovers hidden genetic code within his own DNA, which leads him to uncover um, a secret experiment involving Chimerism. There are various art pieces with mythology about Chimerism um, throughout history, but there's one notable example. It's called Chimera by Otto Dix. Otto Dix is a German painter and he's associated with the New Objectivity Movement. He created a series of artworks called Chimera in the 1920s. And while these works depict fantastical figures combining human and animal elements um, to create the hybrid beings, he does focus more on the human element. So his series explores the themes of transformation, identity and the blurred boundaries um, of you know, uh, duality. He's also famous for a joke about chimerism. Uh, when he exhibited his paintings, he was telling uh, journalists that he had struggled to finish his painting. 
Um, when asked why, he said because he couldn't decide which blend of colours to use. <laughs> Lols. I hope that tickled your funny bone. <laughs> um, and while these art pieces, books and films don't delve into the more complex world of human chimerism, they do invite us to reflect on the broader notion of acceptance. Just as these extraordinary creatures merge different genetic contributions to create something entirely their own, we too must celebrate the amalgamation of human experiences, perspectives and identities. It is within this mosaic of differences that the true magic of our world resides. The world of chimeras have reminded us about the incredible tapestry of life where differences merge and uniqueness flourish and this is what this podcast is about. Let us embrace the strange and unfamiliar for within that embrace of the unknown lies the potential for growth and understanding and as we navigate the complexities of our existence, may we be inspired by chimera's ability to adapt to harmonise opposing traits and to coexist with grace, we unlock a world where the extraordinary becomes the norm and the threads of our shared humanity intertwine in splendid harmony because you are perfectly imperfect and mutant. <laughs>